Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening or however, whatever. But I'm just, I'm flustered right now because I'm joined by a very special guest. Probably the most special guest I've ever had on the podcast. Would you agree? Yeah, and it's me. That's right. It's my son, Jackson, Jackson DeHuff. Thank you for joining the podcast. You wanted to do something a little different today. It's the end of the year. Let's be honest. We're yep. going to have some fun. We're just shooting from the hip. Like, bing, bing, pew, 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 pew. Can you make a laser sound real quick? Okay. I meant like gun lasers. Like, oh. pew, pew, pew. Okay. Anyway, let's move past that one, okay? But you wanted to interview me. And it's been a while since I've had somebody interview me. And who better to do it than my eight-year-old son, Jackson, whom I love. And Jackson, let's let's just kick things off. It's going to be a little different. I'll I'll, pa- I'll tell you at one point where I have to pause and I have to read some commercials. But otherwise, I want you to take the reins on this thing. You know what that means, right? No. It means you're going to take control. Reins like they used to when they would... Uh, ride horses. Ride, there you go. See, you're, I'm the horse. <laughs> and you're gonna take control. So when, however you want to do this, it's a. What should we call this show, Jackson? It, this, Let's say the two and a half boys. <laughs> <laughs> two D's. All right. Two DBs. Here we go. All right. So you had some questions for me. Let's let's just let's get this thing rolling. So how you doing, Scott? I'm I'm good, Jackson. Thanks for asking. This is an unexpected surprise. We're getting ready for 2022, and I can't wait to see what happens next year. And I, it, and the fact that I'm being interviewed by the legend that is Jackson DeHuff, I don't. I'm, this is crazy. I don't know how 2022 can beat this moment right now, but I'm very excited to be on your podcast, Jackson. Thanks. So, how's <laughs> your life in the fan? Oh, when I worked at the fan. You know what? It's interesting. That's probably the most common question I get is, one, why did I leave? And I've told you many times, I remind you every single day, I left the fam so I could be spend more time with you guys. Yeah, you, you don't remind me every single day. Oh, ever. stop. That's, a, that's the secrets of like radio <laughs> and podcasts is I can say anything <laughs> and people just believe it. Okay, but going back to your question, it's like, Working at the fan was a lot of fun. I met a lot of cool people. You know, I used to travel for for the Super Bowl every single year. I am going to miss that part because there's a lot of cool people that I met from around the world, not just uh, Colorado, but from Miami to Tampa. Well, well I've I've been into I've I've gone to Orlando. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> I've been to Miami. I've been to San Francisco. New Orleans, New Orleans was the best because the atmosphere out there is so cool. And they have a lot of great food, but they had a party going on nonstop there. It's just crazy. And there, I saw people from Cirque du Soleil out there, met a lot of neat people. But I've been to Minnesota. Eh, I don't suggest Minnesota. It's cold. I don't like the cold, Jackson. But I've been, I met a lot of great people along the way. There's people from the United Kingdom that I met and, and interacted with. And there's, there's people that every time I see them at the Super Bowl or when I went to Army Navy, we always make the same stupid jokes like, hey, you want to go play catch? It's just, it's an inside joke. But you know what I mean? It's just, I miss 
a lot with the fan, but ultimately I'm so happy that I left the fan. When you went to New Orleans, did you see Emmanuel Sanders for the Saints playing at the Super Bowl? No. At the time, he was with the Denver Broncos, I believe, when I went out. FYI, or uh, Emmanuel Sanders is your favorite football player, right? Uh huh. Number ten. Well, no. now like I think what he's number, number one uh, now with the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Why do you like him so much? Well, because he's fast. He's a fast player, and he is like, he's like, come on, let's get this touchdown. <laughs> He's a great teammate, and he tries mm-hmm. really hard. Because I remember you and I watching games with him, uh, with him in it, and you're like, "Whoa, he's like, really, he puts in so much effort. It's uh-huh. insane." So yeah, that I don't, I didn't see him there, but I have met him several times at Broncos training camp, and he's a good guy. Until um, until one of the most best players left, the Broncos are always losing. <laughs> they always lose some games. Hey, they sometimes yeah, they, they do. Always, every year they lose some games, and that's okay. What do I tell you guys? Sometimes you got to lose in order to know to how win. to win. Right there, you go. Hey, he finished my sentence for me in a good way. I like that. So, when you worked at the fan, was it hard or was it hard or was it easy? Oh, at first it was very hard because I was so scared. I had come from working in restaurants, and that's a completely different uh, work environment than going into uh, radio. And I was—I remember trying to uh, touch the board, and my hands were shaking like nonstop. And I had like no blood in my fingers; they were ice cold, and I was so scared to make a mistake. But it was a good thing because I really wanted to do well. It was it was difficult at the beginning, but at the end, when before I quit, it was to the point where it was just I could have done things in my sleep. As far as it was just so easy to to do, and part of that was working with Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans. They were the best talent a producer could ever ask for. They are so involved in the show. Uh, it really made it easy for me, and it, to be honest, it kind of spoiled me uh, because they were such good talent to be around because they just they just were awesome. So yeah. So how did you produce Shalareth and Evans' podcast? Like, how good was it? How oh. like what did you have to delete? Oh, stuff? for for their podcast, the Stinking Truth podcast. Mm-hmm. When I did that, to be honest, we didn't really. And it's kind of like this podcast. I didn't really have to cut anything out for the most part. They were just, it it was, was, if I, if I were to ever have to cut anything out, it's the very beginning because Mark, the stink, like you call him stink, doesn't like to write things down, but he has a really good memory for the most part. So for commercials, you see me do the podcast. I, I have to write that stuff down. He just does it off the top of his head, but he has like bullet points in the top of his head. So he just remembers, he just remembers a few things and then he goes. So he would always get so excited to do the podcast and he'd start going and going and going. And then he realized that he forgot one thing, then he'd have to restart. So as far as the podcast goes, was the Stinking Truth podcast, uh, that's, that's, it, it was pretty easy for the most part. Uh, Mark was pretty good. 
Uh, they didn't really make much mistakes. When the pandemic hit, it did make it difficult because I would be doing it from here. And I didn't, I would have to go back and listen to it again. And it was just more of a, more of a pain, but that it was, it, it made sense for me to detach myself from that podcast and let somebody else take over producing it. Who is your favorite coworker? Oh my gosh. My like from when you worked in the restaurant or the fan? Oh, uh, here, get that off your mouth. When, when you're not talking, you don't have to rub the microphone on your face. <laughs> FYI, I'm giving you tips. Giving you tips. Uh, I don't think there was a coworker in the restaurant. Okay, I'll give you two. So in the restaurant industry, my favorite coworker was my brother working with Uncle Chris. But the he, restaurant that you worked with mom with? I didn't work. I worked. Wait, mom, in Safeway? Oh, you said restaurant. Her and I worked at Safeway together. Yeah, I guess she could be my favorite employee or a coworker. <laughs> uh, you're, and I had seniority. Uh, anyway, but I, I guess what Uncle Chris would be my my favorite coworker at the restaurant because he just taught me a lot of things and. As, especially from since he was a manager, seeing how he handled things versus when I got into the radio side of things, realizing how a lot of managers in radio don't know what they're doing in comparison to a lot of people in restaurants, as far as that, at least in my experience, there was a lot of uh, managers that didn't know what they're doing. But as far as I just took a big slap across the face of all the, the managers, not all the managers I used to work with. Like, did, did you actually slap them? No, <laughs> I wanted to a few times. Some of the managers were great, but some of them you're just like, how are you in control of things? But as far as my favorite coworker at the radio station, that's a tough one because a lot of the guys are really cool people to work with. Stink, stink always just made me laugh and, He's just a not a, Evans. Evans is good, but he gets cranky. He's a cranky little Gus. <laughs> it, like he gets in bad moods so often. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, seriously, who pooped in your Cheerios today? Mike? <laughs> but uh, but Stink was probably one of the best because he was so happy all the time and just a good person. He's silly. He has a similar sense of humor as I do, and, and we just got along. A guy named Johnny Hart, I love working with him. He was a good a good guy to work with. You, you've talked to Johnny. Johnny's mm -hmm. a good guy, really smart, knows a lot of stuff about technology. But I've Johnny said that, Cash? No, not Hart. Johnny Cash. Johnny Hart. Mm -hmm. And he's a behind-the-scenes guy, but it's just like there's, there's a lot of guys that were just good people. Stokely, Stokely, the, the raging Cajun. I'm, I'm, hotter than, I'm, I'm hotter than a red pepper. I'm hotter than a red pepper. He sounds nothing like that, but good guy, good sense of humor. Zach Bai's a great person. It, it's really hard to pinpoint who's the best. Sandy Clough, you've met Sandy. Who doesn't love Sandy once you meet him? He's a great person. Yeah, he's also funny. He is funny, and he's just a nice guy, but he's just super, super smart. Sometimes I have to walk away from a conversation with him because I just feel stupid. <laughs> Here's something from your, from my back memory, and this is going viral now. Okay. So, did Stink actually think he was gonna break your ribs when he 
threw you down on the ground for his trick? Oh, uh, no. No, and it's funny because we planned it out. You know how, like, you and you sometimes you'll help me with videos and we talk about it beforehand? So we, Stink and I talked about the video beforehand and we're like... For breaking your ribs? That was not the intended uh, conclusion of that video. It was the idea of the video was he would show his his move that he... Because he used to be a... Um, a football player. A, well, no, he used to be a state champion wrestler. What? In Alaska. He was a champion. So he was really good at wrestling and he loves wrestling. And one day he started talking about that he had this signature move that he used to always do and we decided after the show we're like we should show a do it it'd be a funny video if you showed how to do it and he's like okay and what we'll do scott is we'll i'll cradle you down gently and and do it and and i was like yeah you just like kind of lay me on the ground and just he's strong you've seen stink he's gigantic yeah and i was like yeah he could he could uh Hold me like uh, uh, Dirty Dancing, which is a movie, and you've never seen it. And he could just gently lay me down on the ground and show how the move went. And then, so we're walking through it. We do a walkthrough. Okay, we'll do this. You put your arms on me, and then he's all, I'll, I'll just do this. And then he, right before we go to record, he, he whispers to me, he's like, I'm just going to have to go full, full on it. And don't worry, I'll, I'll let, it, he's all, it might be jarring, but he's all, you, well, you'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, it's fine, whatever, it's a video. Uh, listen, Jackson, I'll do anything for a funny video. <laughs> <laughs> so he does it, and un, unintentionally, the way he landed, his wrist or his hand landed, uh, was under, was on the ground, so his hand was in between the ground and, your ribs. and my ribs, and it just busted my ribs. And then it also what people don't realize is Stink hurt his wrist really bad on that and his hips. He hurt his hips as well, and he had a hard time walking for like a week or so because of it. it but he just, what we played up on the air was that uh, he would tease me on the air and say that I, I was faking it or over-exaggerating. When in, in truth, I did break my ribs. But I, would I do it again? Yeah, absolutely. I love Stink. It was, it was an accident. And this, the company thought I was going to sue him, which I thought was funny. And I understand why. So is a podcast different than producing a radio show? Yes, because... The way, and that's a very good question because listeners are different in podcasts versus radio. Radio, if anybody listens to a radio station, whether it's music or talk, you'll notice that they kind of talk about the same things over and over and over again. Because the average listener listens to radio for about eight to nine minutes and then they're out and then they're going to work or they're doing something else. So they don't really listen to a whole show. So if you were to break down a radio show for three hours, they really don't talk much at all. So you're kind of recycling the same conversation over and over, and you might reword it and twist it. Whereas a podcast, 
you're anticipating that the listener is listening from the beginning to the end. So if I talk for an hour, I'm, I'm guessing a safe bet is they're going to listen for the entire hour because that's the way podcast uh, listeners tend to do. So does that make sense? So I'm, you have to have more information in a podcast than you do with a radio show. It's actually a little bit more goes into a podcast, oddly enough, than it does for a radio show. And people that don't do podcasts and are in terrestrial radio, they might not see that until they're actually in it. And then you actually have to have more information as a podcaster. So have you ever been arrested? No. <laughs> Who gave you that? Was that your question? No, Mom. It was mom's. Why would she ask me if I've ever been arrested? I said the idea. <laughs> I'm not. I have never been arrested. <laughs> Very proud of that. Okay, honey. Your sister. She's so cute. I have never broken the law and been caught for it. <laughs> Read into that how you will. Who's your favorite kid and why? Who's your fa my favorite kid? <laughs> Arya. What? <laughs> That's an easy question. What? No! <laughs> not me? I love you. I love you both equally. But that, I'm that not means, your favorite child. All I right, I no, give up. I have no... No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Parents don't have favorites. What? But we don't have favorite children. No. <laughs> now, that being said, we get annoyed with you guys equally and sometimes a little bit differently at times uh, when you don't listen. Hey, this is a this is an intervention. Jackson tricked you. <laughs> he did. Yeah. I mean, he's Scott. <laughs> you call me dad, dude. So I just want to say it's not the end of the show yet. Um, but I just want to say that this is the biggest Christmas present that I've ever had to have an interview. Oh my God! Don't make me cry, Jackson. <laughs> I love you. We're gonna finish. We're gonna wrap this thing and up. And you. We're gonna. Hey, we're, you're, I, well, I know. I know. We're gonna I get to. Some, we're gonna get to some more of your questions. But first, since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with premium cannabis products at low prices. With online ordering, you can order quickly and conveniently. For up-to-date products and promotions, head to terrapincarestation.com. That's T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N carestation.com. Or come visit one of their six convenient Colorado locations. They have an incredibly friendly and professional staff who will help you find the cannabis products that are right for you. Whether if it's in one of their dispensaries or just around town, you're always going to feel welcome and well cared for. You're free to be you at Terrapin. Not just because you love weed, but because at Terrapin, weed loves you back. Terrapin, flower to the people. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. I know most people go home for the holidays. Me, I stay at the Blake Street Tavern. There's always a holiday party happening. Don't worry, you still have time to book your bash. With 18,000 square feet and six separate rooms, we can span the spectrum from intimate gatherings to mega corporate events. Call us at 303-675-0505 and we'll get you all the info you'd need. It's a story Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake where Denver rings in the holidays. Oh, hey, Dad. Yeah. For the, um, who is your favorite co co-worker one? Yeah. Why not mom? You work with her. I forgot I worked with her. Jeez, I feel like you, <laughs> I feel like she trapped me on purpose with that. That's messed up. You guys are ganging up on me. <laughs> that being said, like mom and I, it was weird, though, when I was working with mom. Because you tried to slide. 
I did try to slide to impress her, yes. Um, I got a brand new pair of cowboy boots from my buddy Eric, I believe his name was. And he gave me a pair of cowboy boots. And I was trying to run and, surprise, uh, and impress mom because she was eating her lunch in the deli. And the boots didn't have very much traction on the bottom. So I was going to be like, I was going to slide and just kind of be like, hey, you're pretty. <laughs> and I run and I slide and I biffed it and I flew, my leg flew underneath a table and it just ripped the skin off of my shin. And it's like, a, did you see your bone? Uh, I don't remember. I know it took a long time to heal. It just was pretty gross, but it hurt. But you know what? Hey, Wait. guess what? I married her, so it worked. So were, did the boots get ruined, or were they um, still the same, but the traction was a little bit ruined? Nah, I don't think they really got damaged at all. I don't think so. It was just it was just my leg that got damaged. What do you want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? Yeah. I think I just got it right here. <laughs> I love you so much. Hey. What? Uh, no, I, I don't want anything, Jackson. $10,000. Okay. You, that, hey, everybody, he goes and meets Santa Claus today, and sa Santa's like, what What do you want for Christmas? I and, say, um, you, blah, 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 then if you have time, 10 grand. <laughs> he just looks at you like, no, shoot, kid. <laughs> not what he sounded like. But I, I applaud you for at least asking him. That was pretty impressive. Mm. What was your favorite show with Shalareth and Evans? <sighs> With Schlereth and Evans? Yeah. That's a good question. It's always the shows that just went off of the script. Because we would always have a rundown of the show of what we planned on talking about. But the days that we were just like, you know what? It was usually a Friday where we were all just exhausted from the week. Couldn't wait for the week to be over. And we were all just silly. And I don't know if, if I could really pinpoint one, but usually we would get super silly by about 8.15 on Friday. And that's where we would just be doing silly things like Mark or Mike would ask me something. I would break out one of my characters. I don't know which one it would be. but And, and then, then we would just have silliness to the point where, for me, the one of the greatest compliments that I could ever get is when one of the hosts I'm working with can't talk because they're laughing so much or they almost pee themselves. And, and to be honest, that's <laughs> happened several times. And I love that as somebody that my, my job, my goal is to try to make people laugh and be happy. Uh, that I always love to hear that. I used to have people text into the show and be like, dude, I just spit my coffee all over my computer screen. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, what voice was hard to learn? Mm. It could be Kermit, Fozzie, or any others. Fo oh, I forgot I can do Fozzie. What does Fozzie say? Waka waka! <laughs> Wait, that's kind of like Pee Wee Herman and stuff like that. Kermit, Kermit the Frog here. What was Jackson's the hardest interviewing one? interviewing me. <laughs> uh, the hardest one? Well, that... That's an interesting question. I think the easiest one was Cowboy to Huff because I, I had listened to country music and, I, and my brother, Uncle Chris, used to make fun of me all the time for listening to country music and he would kind of do a silly voice like that trying a to be country. A silly voice? A voice? <laughs> yes. But he'd I be might. Like, 
he <laughs> but he would go around and be like, look at me, I'm a cowboy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like, so I kind of learned that along the way, and I met a lot of people that were in country type of, whether it was working on farms or whatever. So I, that was the easiest one. The, I remember working on the Connery de Huff one. Hello there. That's right. I see I improved your voice. I learned that from watching movies. That wasn't too hard. The hardest one that I've, I've been kind of working on is um, Matthew McConaughey. That's a hard one. Huh? Matthew McConaughey's an actor. He's a very smart, articulate person. Can I hear the voice? Yeah, let me see if I can get into it. That's They say, here, Turbo, things in this universe are quite trippy. One day you can be going down the life road that somebody says, hey, Turbo, listen up. All right, all right. He's the guy that says, all right, all right. The problem all is, right, is right, I can never right. think of what the, the hell he's talking about sometimes. He's like, I drive a Lincoln. It's fun. It's kind of like, he's kind of like a mixture of Cowboy to Huff and George W. Bush. He's, he's a former president. And George Strait. And well, not really George Strait, I guess, but yeah, you know what I mean. I want to get better at it, but the thing is, I always forget about it. So, yeah, I would say right now he's the one that I, I want to get better at. I also want to get better at Christopher Walken. He's a he's a famous actor, and there's so many people that can just 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 do an amazing Christopher Walken voice, and I I just can't get my brain around it as of right now. And he he's always like. Jackson, hi, how are you? You see, you see this watch? I shoved this watch up my ass. Because you're, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Mom, pretend mom isn't listening. <laughs> anyway, okay, next question. <laughs> um, what's your favorite memory? What? Nothing. I, you didn't hear that. Oh. What's oh. your favorite memory? My favorite memory just in life? Uh, yeah. Well, that's hard because I have a lot of favorite memories and a lot of them revolve around you, you three, whether it's mom, uh, you or your sister. Uh, I remember, uh, seeing you for the first time when you were born. That's a special memory. But of when mine. you were a kid. Well, I let me finish. I was going emotional for a second. It's you okay. You can continue. And when I first met your sister, oh my gosh! Remember when you met your first your sister for the first time? That was cool. It was a great moment. Stop. <laughs> You're but, but in the for, as a as a kid, my favorite memory. I I don't really know. I don't know. Uh, I I remember meeting. I remember the moment like I fell in love with mom, and that was that was just like I couldn't see her enough, and I just thought that was cool. Just I don't know. Boy, I got really soft at the end. Have you ever been in a haunted house? Yeah. When you were a kid. When I was a kid, yeah. Drawers kept flying open like this. No, no, like no. That? I never saw stuff like that. Wait, Grandpa Jack has. I know. I played that audio and, on the Halloween and doors special. opening. I know, and that's and so much so that it scared him to his core. Like he was frightened. If 
by whatever he saw and all the things he heard. I've he didn't seen, call paranormalists? Eh, he called a priest, and that was basically no help. What are priests? They're the individual that is in charge of, like, say, a Catholic church and stuff like that. Don't play with the microphone. A preacher? Grandpa Jack was a preacher. He was a minister, a Baptist, um, Southern Baptist minister, not like with snakes and stuff, mm. but, but he was. But, yeah, I, I've had weird stuff happen, but not enough, Jackson, where I go, oh, wow. Ghosts we need to call real. paranormalists. I am the paranormalist. Remember, I used to do that with some friends, and I always called yeah, but you don't baloney have, on there. But you don't have any ghost equipment. You didn't have a PKE meter. You don't I have am a, the PKE meter. You didn't have the EMF meter. You don't even know what EMF stands for. Well, let's say... <laughs> Mom doesn't know what it means either. Electromagnetic anyway. something. EMF? Oh, yeah, and guess what? What? It's a very special ghost hunting equipment that you need. You need a, a necrophone one meter. It can talk to ghosts that are in this room. That can, Allegedly. That are, that's not scientifically proven, Jack. Well, I've watched these ghost hunters. Yes, you're watching stuff on YouTube, and YouTube is exaggerated. Sit your butt down. They are actually paranormalists. <laughs> okay, any other questions, Jackson? Um, oh, oh, here's the best one ever. Okay. Three, two, one. Why aren't you working at the fan? You have to. Oh, are you speaking for so many other people? Yeah, I want you to work at the fan. I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Jackson, yeah. let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. The The reason is, is just like there was, uh, I got as far as I could go there at the fan. And the for the way I talk, things that I'm interested in, there's no, there's no place for me at the fan. So when I quit, to spend more time with you guys and make sure that we were on the Did right path Did you have to get some family. stuff? Did I, you have to take some stuff with you? I No. I, all this stuff I've, I've had for a while. But the thing is, is just like there was no place for me at the fan. While I had fun with Schlereth and Evans, that was, that was great and all. But ultimately, I didn't fit in there. And once I left and once I talked to mom about how what what's the next step? And then literally that night, when when I got home, she's like, "Let's do. You need to do the podcast. Do the podcast." And I'm like, "Okay." Like, um, and then and then we th then talking to her and and working all weekend on it. I had an episode up that next week, and we were ready to go. And we moved forward. And realizing once I started doing the podcast, like this is. This is more my style. This is more of what I want to do. And there's more of a future with me doing this type of format than there is there than there will ever be at the fan. As of right now, the way they're structured, I have no place at the fan. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. Okay. Thanks, God. Thanks for having my time. Thanks for thank you for having my time today. You bet. Thank you. You know what, Jackson? You did a really good job. Thanks. I know you were a little nervous at, at the beginning of this. And dear, in the middle, I said, you got to talk in the right, microphone. You got to talk. You got to talk in the microphone. Otherwise, it doesn't work, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work very well if you're just like, 
Hi, everybody. <laughs> no, I thought you like turned like, no, the thing off. It's okay. No, I didn't. No, I got to wrap like, this up. You did a good job. Like in the middle, I was like, all right, I quit. Thanks. No, Bye. no, you did. I was good. like, already. You did okay. good. Do you have one question for me? Oh. Well, I interviewed. Okay, him. okay. Let me let me finish this up, guys. Jesus. <laughs> All right, we're gonna put a bow on this here in a second. Jackson, take a seat. I have a question for you coming up. But first, everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. They're the best. And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? Did you know they have curbside pickup available as well? They do. And did you know they do online wine education classes? They do. Stop by on 104th and Thornton or in Sheridan uh, or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, and even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, TotalBev.com. It's Total Beverage, everything you need, and more. Jackson, I'm going to put a bow on this like I do every episode. But I want to ask you one question. I had one more question. What's your one more question? Um, what episode number is this? Like, what type for the fans? We're in, the, we're in like, the 80s now. Isn't that weird to think about? Yeah, like a few months ago, you just started. Now you're like, in the 80s, oh, I am Scott the Hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're goofball. <laughs> you're definitely my kid. Uh, I have one question for you. Hmm. Actually, maybe two. What is it? What is your favorite voice that I do? Kermit the Frog here. Kermit D. Frog here. I am sitting down with Jackson Duff. Miss mm, Piggy. Miss Piggy, where are you? Okay, what's your favorite voice to do? Because you like to goof around with voices. This one. It's a special squeaky voice. <laughs> Can you, hold on. Can you do SpongeBob? <laughs> Patrick, I'm outside. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much, Jackson, for uh, being part of this interview. I wasn't expecting this. Thanks to all of you guys. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Make sure you share it. And if you're able, go ahead and give it a nice review. Thanks so much to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Terrapin Care Station. Go to terrapincarestation.com. That's spelled T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N carestation.com. Also, check out Total Beverage. Go to TotalBev.com. Yeah, thanks, Jackson. (laughs) It's DeHuff Uncensored. Thanks to Jackson DeHuff for getting his debut in the podcast realm. It's uh, DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's keep moving forward. Anywhere you can listen to it is Spotify or anywhere you find podcasts. Thanks, buddy. All right. Love you guys.